What's up, everybody? My name is Josh Biddick, and I am a Kind of Funny best friend. Right now, Kind of Funny is doing their up-and-comer opportunity once again, where you best friends get to vote on someone in the community you think deserves a shot to work with the Kind of Funny crew for one week and gain a wealth of experience. We have an amazingly talented community with tons of people campaigning to be this year's up-and-comer. I wanted to sit down with them and get to know them a bit better and share their stories. That way, you feel more comfortable when making your vote for the next up-and-comer. Right now, I am sitting down with one such best friend who does a myriad of different types of video content all around games from video essays to live reactions and even a podcast i am talking about the one and only nick aka shotgun mcpay nick lo- how the hell are you, you doing did the, you did the aka i love it oh of course yeah of, of course. course i'm the nicholas blaine uh, aka shotgun mcpay more well known in the community um i i kind of like it's funny because I, I kind of like started my journey with kind of funny like I mean at the beginning of the quote unquote inception, uh, the actual mm. kind of funny inception where it was, uh, it was like the January fifth two thousand fifteen I think it was which is funny that yeah. I remember the stream, uh there but uh, yeah like but I so I've been like kind of lurking in the community and I feel like over the past couple of years I've kind of uh, been more av- like less lurking and more like talking to people. Um, such mm-hmm. as yourself, and trying to uh, make this dream happen, you know, like make make the games thing happen, you know. Fantastic, I totally get it. Uh, so, Nick, if people haven't seen you on the community, seen you, seen you from lurking to commenting, uh, what's a quick pitch on yourself? Uh, so, I, um, I kind of started uh, my 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 journey with the kind of funny. Like I said, I started with my journey with the kind of funny branding of all of that in 2015, um, just mm-hmm. lurking. And then, like, like, like I remember when I, I submitted something to the morning show and they read Hold it on. and I was like, what? Oh, my gosh. And Whoa. then, yeah. And then, like, something like, uh, I think it was two years ago, um, Greg came to uh, battle, around Battle Creek area and did was the. There. Yeah. Oh, okay, 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 hell yeah. yeah. Um, and did the, the meet and greet, and I, I was just blown away. And that's the thing is, like, I think that's when I truly I, – I, mean, I knew that the kind of funny best friends were um, great. I mean, they've supported mm-hmm. me in the Facebook group or in now and now in Twitter. I mean, I am yeah. largely interact in Twitter. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I was more impressed with how many people were so great – um, I mean, I did a podcast with Jordan. Um, I have uh, to get to myself, I suppose. Uh, I kind of last year started mm-hmm. uh, a podcast or a, a video essay series called Memory Lane, um, mm-hmm. and I I kind of want to wanted to hone my nostalgia for video games, but also um, kind of have a deep talk about some issues that 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 it can be seen through video games you know like uh i did a a kingdom my first one was about kingdom hearts and how um i realized you know as i got older that it 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 really is a story like uh, especially riku's story is a really a story Mm -hmm. about someone getting over his depression trying someone trying to deal with the fact that this being is a part of him you know and Mm -hmm. i think stuff like that's super super cool and then of course i went on to do you know, I, I do some goofy content as well as some really deep content, but um, and then I kind of spun that off into a podcast series when 
uh, editing became too much at the moment, like script mm-hmm. writing and right. recording it, it, it the audio. So, yeah, and so I do that every month, every last Sunday of every month. So I, I have people, I, honestly, largely, it's been members of the community um, so far uh, doing, uh, kind of talking about the video games that, that have made them uh, the people that they are today. And I thought it's a really cool, you know, just nice spin off of that. And, of course, I do, you know, trying to make it in the games industry um, mm-hmm. as far as try, trying to... Like, I love talking about games. I've, I realized, yeah. you know, at a very young age, watching G4, that this is something that I adore. You know, this isn't going away. Mm-hmm. This is 25 years. I mean, not 25 years, but 20 years or so yeah. of me loving this Since conception. I was, <laughs> I was in the womb. And I, uh, but, yeah, I and I, I really love It's also put a spotlight on how much I actually love this community because, mm-hmm. um, because they're so gracious. They're so, yeah. like open to whatever's and um like like uh yesterday for the ps5 event i had uh sam woods on uh and he he like killed it like he he's Mm -hmm. he's also it's it's so cool to see me evolve through these past few years because i started i started really started like making content um Mm -hmm. quote unquote through uh e3 2017 where I finally just I said I'm like I love reacting reacting to this anyways, um, I love kind of I love the the medium itself so I might as well you know have some content out there and I started and it was really rough it was really it was like the the phone uh, mm-hmm. I, I it's funny um, in one of the videos if you see the my phone tripod like cuts my head in half so <laughs> it, it was it was really rough and it was just like. Um, yeah, so I liked, uh, Anthem. It was pretty cool. Uh, what do you have to say about Anthem? And, like, it just see now that I have, like, the OBS set up and I'm able to, mm-hmm. you know, take the people in the community who are actually, like, as dedicated as I am to the medium. Um, it's really cool to see how that's changed throughout the years. And then now also, you know, like, my videos and mm-hmm. my, pot, you know, being able to podcast, so... I don't know. I just I love yeah. talking. <laughs> so I, and I think you're, it's been really cool, um, kind of seeing that progression through. Like if you mm-hmm. go through and you watch like your first uh, memory lane unscripted, mm-hmm. uh, the way you have the video set up versus the most recent one versus the uh, P- PlayStation Live thing you did, mm-hmm. where you had the videos, you had the borders. So it's I, and I'm sure it's really cool for you to physically see that yeah. growth, but to have it as like a I don't know like a cataloged history of of your content creation has got to be pretty cool. Yeah, the the I mean the real thing is like a time capsule. Like a, a time mm-hmm. capsule for me to look back on and be like I did this shit. Like I I'm, I'm sorry, yeah. I admit it. Is no, this you're totally Okay. Good. Okay. Shit I, away. I, I should have asked, but uh yeah. So I did this and like that the fact that I you know, I I I am I'm not actually just saying like, "Oh, well, I'd like to be you know, in some, the industry somehow or mm-hmm. be able to talk about video games or just have a podcast in general, um, I'm actually doing it. And, you know, even mm-hmm. if it nothing pans out, if nothing else happens, the fact that I have this community and the fact that I've uh, I was able to put this content out is is enough for me. 
And I think it also shows, like you said with the time capsule, but you can go to, say, an employer, like you, like you interview for an IGN, yeah. right? You're honing your skills, but to be like, hey, I've been doing this for three years consistently. Mm-hmm. Uh, you Not only can you see my growth, but you can also see that my commitment, the passion, it's all there. Opposed to someone who, like, I don't know, maybe maybe they just came out of college and like, hey, I'm really excited, I really want to do this, but they don't have that, like, history and mm-hmm. and that perseverance of continuing to get better. Because like you said, having the tripod cut your head off, yeah. that stuff... Those are mistakes that you need to make now or early so when you get the real deal, you're like, oh, I know what to do here. We're no tripods and faces. Uh, mm-hmm. Here are the mics we need. Here's how we're going to record, things like that. Yeah, and it's like, so for my actual job, uh, I just had uh, one of my... So we've been doing, obviously, we've been doing Zoom meetings because of, mm-hmm. uh, as the Game Grumps put it, the the Backstreet Boys uh, reunion tour is going on. <laughs> the, right, The exactly. coronavirus. Uh, but, uh, yeah. So my my uh, my boss is always like, well, you know, Nick's got such a podcast set up. I'm like, hell yeah, I do. You know, like, and that's the thing is like putting it out there. And like we've done uh, some video editing. We started to get into video editing for the college itself. So that's pretty mm-hmm. cool as well. Um, the fact that we're actually tasked with, you know, finding cameras, finding uh, tripods, you know, and getting this all set up kind of grassroots for something that's not necessarily a huge production. Um, and I really, I, I find that I really like video. Um, and especially like that was also at a young age where, you know, I, I, I had uh, a video camera with like a, a VHS and, you know, mm-hmm. it, I had to find VHSs to put into it. And, yep. uh, and then of course there was a Vidster, I don't know if you don't remember the Vidster video. There, they were just like the so. the kids. They were the kids' version of just video cameras. And it then rings a bell. I'm sure yeah, I saw one or had one at one point. I would say it's it's pretty deep cuts. So, uh, but yeah, that I've always been into like, I I, I was tr- like as a kid, I was trying to figure out you know what I wanted to do, and I think it's honestly taken up until just now. Um, I mean, obviously a couple years ago, but just now. Right. Uh, to figure out that like i love hey i love talking about video games i love talking like i remember looking at like the late night shows and be like i just want to be on that show talking to people just talking yeah period like you know and i think that that really is coming into play and finding uh like especially with the podcast honing my hosting skills i mean i I kind of started uh i started doing twitch um a few weeks ago especially just taking advantage of this time to try mm-hmm. to figure out, um, you know, my on-camera presence and trying to hone those skills even more, um, because the video, the podcasts and the videos are as infrequent. Um, but yeah, just I, I think it's 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 really cool. Like just even seeing the progress, uh, you know, from childhood to now. You know, like just no, like, of course, like the the like me feeling out these things and I'm really understanding, Oh, that is a start, you know, like me, mm-hmm. something as simple as me just watching G4, um, and watching X play and attack of the show when I was a kid. And uh, the only other yep. thing I would watch is cartoons. Like, mm-hmm. so, it, and then on top of that, like then going through, uh, like watching destructoid and, uh, machinima. And then of course, IGN beyond, uh, beyond, uh, and, uh, and then obviously on to kind of funny. Um, I think that's you know it's it, it's 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 all kind of comes to you at a certain point in your life where you're just like oh this is these are all tools that I can use. These are already mm-hmm. things I do day to day, 
and you know kind of improving that and of course also i've been delving into after effects um yep. and trying to make some titles obviously i did my did my intro uh for my youtube channel in there um i did the background is a, a royalty free uh thing that i found a, a video mm -hmm. that i found but the all the the neon sign is me um nice. i did i made i'm hopefully going to do a star wars podcast here soon um I, i'm calling it creative differences um and it's about <laughs> it's about uh you know like uh don't st be cool chat be cool chat don't steal my idea be cool chat <laughs> uh, everyone keep here yeah so uh yeah so it's it's basically about different ideas that people have had for the star wars universe quote unquote mm -hmm. and us making it into fruition um and my first okay. one i want to do is like a max rebo biopic because that's always what i've said is like they just need to do <laughs> they just need to use star wars as a platform and they mm -hmm. just need to they just need to do random things for it like i, I want to see yeah. a seth rogan comedy in star wars i want to see i've always i the one that i've said since day one of my youtube channel is they need a pod racing game by criterion who did burnout with the burnout physics can oh, you imagine can you imagine it would be josh fantastic <laughs> right it would, it would feel it would just feel so good like the the closest pod racing experience i have is like like when you when you would go and you'd play that uh in arcades you mm, played the pod yep, racing game yeah and, and that felt great because like you're moving the levers and, and it's like you're like in annie's pods so it, it's it's that feeling you want, but just something about turning it felt so good. And you're right. They would they would nail it. And the 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 lack of respect that's been shown to pod racing just period. I'm just gonna say, not sort of spoilers, but pod racing should have been in episode eight. Like I'm just gonna say that without yeah, no, any context. I, <laughs> context. Told, I, I know what you mean. That if you've seen the, the movie, it would have been so know. cool. But uh, it would have been so cool. Yeah, that's kind I of lost my mind. Like, that's Whoa. kind of like the all over spectrum of me. I, I kind of uh, um, ramble sometimes, but uh, I, I, I get to a, some sort of a point. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I really I, I enjoy what I what I've been doing um, from the work from home. And yeah, I've even uh, made some After Effects templates for um, some friends. Um, for their Twitch channels, um, I've mm. obviously gotten more contact with the best friends and enlisted their help in uh, various projects that I've done and kind of recipro reciprocated that with um, mm -hmm. checking out their projects, giving feedback and all that. So that's, I mean, I kind of just take it, taking this time to hone my skills and all of it. So, Well, that's awesome. I think, I think this time has gone... It could be hit or miss for a lot of people. You know, there, there are people like yourselves who are like, you know what, I'm going to take this opportunity and make the most out of it, and I'm going to learn and better myself. But I also understand that it's hard. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. To Some people cannot be cooped up. Some people just can't see the light, which I get. It's very, uh, very hard at times. So it's nice to hear that, you know, you're making the most out of it, and it sounds like you're going to come out of this content creation-wise a whole lot stronger than you went going in. For sure, for sure. And that's the one thing that I have been lacking on, and I will say this for uh, anybody who has viewed my channel, I have been lacking on my writing for the memory lane unscript or memory lane itself. I swear I will get back to it. I have <laughs> ideas. I have like, what's funny is I have like five or six different video ideas. It's just mm -hmm. bringing them out in my brain. It's the day to day, oh, of, it's tough. you know, like writing it, but also being inspired. At it. And I think that I, I was listening to the Cameron Kennedy 
uh, podcast previously before this mm. and I, I think what rings true is the fact that you're never really satisfied with your art there's always something that can be um edited or done right. differently you know i think that that is a huge problem for me is trying to get my words out in a way that i think that a hundred percent that is the what i wanted to say and but mm -hmm. i i think a lot of it i just need to put it out you know and, and people will oh, for and sure. I'll, I'll figure out you know later for the next one i think i need to lay down the fact that oh like I need to be a hundred percent every single time and more be like, this is what it is. I can improve later. I can learn from this. I can take the feedback. Mm. So, but yeah, I, I, it's I that struggle of being a perfectionist, right? Where you want it mm -hmm. to be perfect. You know how it's going to like, you know what can be done in your head, but it, at least for me in a sense, it's like, I've got a list of ideas that things I want to do, but I'll get caught up in the fact that like, Oh, well, I can't make it this good or I can't do this or like, it's just not hitting right. So it doesn't happen. Opposed mm -hmm. to just, putting it out there, learning from what it is and making it better the next time. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the thing is like, it, it's almost like a sold as is sort of thing where, <laughs> where you need to just put it out there. And it, mm -hmm. that's the, the thing is, if you don't just put it out there, you're never going to put it out there. And I find that especially with me, because I was, you know, focus, focusing more on the memory lane and scripted side of things because it was easier mm -hmm. to put out and kind of get people. I mean, not necessarily, the entirety but like there was times where um i was editing um for 12 hours a day the entire like last week of production and it's just like i i can't do this like i i want right. like i i am a very much an introvert but i also have like a little bit of a life you know <laughs> of course so i just i would get so burnt out with i i, I think i got so burnt out real fast with trying to like the week one week right the second week voiceover, the third week uh, start editing it all together, and then the fourth week doing all the gameplay and the little bits. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, finding finding gameplay was really hard in general. I think like right. trying to figure out okay, like can I use this gameplay or do I have to, can I use the trailer? Can I, you know, I trying to ask people if um, I could use some of their gameplay that they've captured um, mm -hmm. and like being able to credit them in the video like but also having, you know, to have a interaction with them. It was just such a big production. And I mm -hmm. honestly, like, I love doing the video essays. I just think that it's, it's hard to do. I don't, I don't realize, I don't realize how hard it is until I get really in the trenches and I'm like, oh no, oh, I, I have to have this out by Sunday, like have the hard deadline. But if I don't have the hard deadline, then I it just kinda, goes on forever. exactly that's mm -hmm. it's what it's what's happening right now where I'm just like I have so many scripts in I, like the works that I just don't know what to do with you know oh, I totally get you I totally get, it, it becomes a thing well it's easy it's easier to think of ideas than mm -hmm. execute on them because it's so difficult I uh at one point I was doing a show and I think I've talked about it on here but it was uh, kind of funny weekly review where mm -hmm. I would go and I would review or recap every single show kind of funny did and of course as they had more shows, the show became harder to do, and then it became, it was the only thing I was doing every day, all day, was like taking notes and writing the script and then recording and then fixing the audio, and then like mm -hmm. come six episodes in, like, oh man, I've been doing this for like about a month and a half and I just can't do it anymore, you know? So it is finding that balance of, of putting in the appropriate work to where you're proud of it, but also not killing yourself. Exactly. Because if it's not fun, then there's no reason there's to no do reason it. There's no reason to do it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I think that's, that's where I found... Where I think the the straw that broke the camel's back was the longest video, um, 
the longest produced video I've done, and that was my Game of the Year video. I've always wanted to do a Game of the Year video, a top 10, just, like, trying to mm. be, like, okay, definitively, like, I always have, like, a 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, uh, you know, list of games that I'm, like, this is mm. amazing, and trying to write the separate ideas for each game and trying to write hey this is what this game does and then having to like switch my brain over to hey this is what this game is and then on top of that being like all right where does this rank in my top mm -hmm. 10 you know and yeah. then of course the gameplay and trying to get premiere to work with you and yep all and and the audio in the middle of the night premiere updates and now it doesn't want to read a certain video file anymore yep. so you don't know what to do and like the the way some of these uh i, I didn't have an elgato at the time uh mm -hmm. so it was really hard but the way that some of these games like like nintendo um you can do the game captures but they don't right. record in a way where you can post them to Premiere. So, like, mm -hmm. I literally had to figure out a workaround where I posted them to YouTube, downloaded them from YouTube into an MP4, <laughs> and then posted it onto the onto Premiere and right. try to get that timeline that, on top of just trying to get this video done. And I, I struggled so hard because then the export came out, and then, of course, I'm like, okay, it's Sunday. This is the way it's supposed to post. We're good. And then... Oh, it was like three hours for an export, and it was nine o'clock, and I'm like, oh, right. Well, I'm gonna put up an update video that this isn't gonna be out in time. Mm -hmm. But I think I also am super hard on myself when it comes to not releasing something on a on a deadline, and not mm -hmm. you know, kind of being a procrastinator. I, I I've definitely done that my entire life, where yep. um, I'm trying to to do better each time and trying to get things but i but it's so much easier it's so much easier just to like sit in your bed and be like oh man yep. I, I i have ideas in my brain i'm just gonna do them at some point like no do it now like right if i had any message for any kind of funny best friends out there it's just like if you have some idea even if it's just one idea do it now like like mm -hmm. that's that's what i found over the past i mean now like in august it will have been a year that i've done a consistent gaming channel um yeah. and trying to and to see like how that's upgraded and 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 kind of how it's divulged even like a a you know like a twists and turns like i didn't do all video essays like i thought i was going to i didn't do just you know a podcast like i thought i was going to you know I, it, it's all a, it's a variety of things and you learn to figure out what you are good at and what you feel uh great in um and i think you can kind of speak to this like when acting on that idea, you may think like, oh, well, I don't have 10 ideas. I can't make a video every week. But in, in making that one video, you often find ideas while you're doing something like, oh, I'd love to do something like this or take yeah. take this one part of the, the video that I did. Like like with Memory Lane, right? Like you were doing the video essays and then that led to Memory Lane Unscripted, which exactly. was the podcast or is the podcast. And and I think by act, just acting on an idea helps get those creative juices flowing. Exactly. And I think that that really especially if you're in any sort of creative type your your projects that you make will lead you to other projects like you said like mm -hmm. it's i have so many videos that are spun off like almost like a, a sequel to like a video essay that i've done there's a there's kind of like always been a sequel idea 
like a trilogy almost for the Kingdom Hearts videos. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's kind of like a, it was a, you know, I'll start a birth of a love and then the middle was disappointment and then it's like acceptance and I'm not yeah. going to go into it cause I might actually do it at some point, but it's like, you know, trying to evolve and be like, just because something is disappointing that you've been waiting for doesn't necessarily mean that you can't find that same love that you had for that game in the end you know in, in, in a different thing you know it's it doesn't always have to be that thing so to without being like how super kingdom, spoiler how kingdom hearts feels really good it plays really well mm -hmm. it looks beautiful but it's kind of also a steaming pile of shit at the same time exactly exactly which yeah. is harsh but like i love the game to death mm -hmm. but it's not good yeah that's the thing is like is. you you grow and not that I say that I have grown past the franchise, because I, I mean, I have so much Kingdom Hearts shit in here. It is mm -hmm. beyond embarrassing. Uh, but, uh, like, I have an undying love for it, but I also am not a fanboy in the way, like, oh, like, this is amazing. The, everything that, that Tetsuya Nomura puts out is amazing. Like, mm -hmm. I, I want to be like, oh, this is not great, you know, or this is, you know, I didn't like this as much as this that came out you know and or mm -hmm. like with star wars like i'm like episode like i'm sorry but episode two is absolute dog shit and i don't like it. it It it's like it's one of the worst things and it's but it's also having the love the the love for the franchise realizing that oh you don't like this but that's okay that's okay mm -hmm. it's just a small piece in your entirety of your love for the series there you can always find something right. to love in a series but uh yeah i i think that it's it's trying to figure out that happy medium uh for the entirety of yourself you know <laughs> yeah no for sure it's all it's all a balance it's never if you're going if you're giving 110 percent into one thing you're, like you said, you're gonna get burned out. You know what I mean? Give, give your, do your best on a project you're making, but like, 110 is not achievable. You right. Know, anyone can only give 100. percent If you give 110, you're gonna crap out. Exactly. Uh, so, so it and, is. It's, a, it's a delicate balancing act. And like you said, like if it's not fun, then why are you doing it? You know, like mm -hmm. it, it, unless necessarily you're getting paid a, a lot of money and you're just like, okay, like I'm sustainable for this. But even at that, even at that point, you're just like. You're just trailing off. Like, eventually, like, none of this is going to matter at the end of the day. Like, mm -hmm. we're all going to be in the ground or a nerd or something. I don't mean to be depressing, but it's just, like, you, you got to do with what you were, like, ha what you're given in this earth, you need to do something that makes you happy. Even if it's not for pay, even if it's not for um, for a, a bettering of a career or something like mm -hmm. if the fact that you've tried the things that you want to try i think that's where i'm what i'm luckily realizing in earlier life um and trying to like i know that you know since i was a kid i've loved videos and making videos i remember doing uh what they what they call in the the business of 2008 uh, a uh, a amv an anime music video and just putting scenes of anime and movie maker and then just putting like lincoln park or michael mccrow romance to, to park. it oh yeah you have to do it you know like mm -hmm. you have to and my my mom just being like hey can you uh 
uh, someone's graduating. Can you put together a slideshow? I'm like, I'm done. Like it's it's done already. Like all I need to do yeah. is put the you know pictures in there and the music. We're done. Uh, but yeah, trying to trying to figure out you know that, like what you want out of life. Like that's mm-hmm. and 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 putting all these, getting all these pieces and trying to um, figure out not only what you're skilled at, but just try to figure out what you want to do with those skills and that's kind of what i've figured out i feel like i've kind of been all over in this podcast but right it this this is a you podcast man it, however however the best friends can can best learn all about you that that's what i'm all about mm-hmm. yeah uh, so for anybody who's got a, a range of emotions for me I, I i appreciate you can direct your comments to uh youtube.com slash shock mcpain watch a video while you're there <laughs> but uh <laughs> Yeah. Like, comment, subscribe, hit the notification bell. Yeah, ex- bell. exactly. Hit, hit, hit that notification bell. Uh, no, but, yeah, I just, I think that over the past couple of months, I've definitely figured out um, what, it's it's definitely been a nice time to figure out what I want to do. Like, I've always mm-hmm. said I've wanted to kind of go into a games industry sort of job, more of like a, you know, a journalist or a kind of funny, mm-hmm. you know, something of that ilk to try to... Um, just talk about video games or something even like even just talking like bullshitting like uh you know the kind of funny podcast you know I, I i love making comedy i love making uh deep videos i love making you know kind of all over the place and i love just the the reverence that i have for people is is uh, probably to my detriment <laughs> you know so that uh that also like just talking with people learning about their lives learning about what they love you know mm-hmm. and kind of sifting through their interpersonal thoughts i like i like getting exactly. deep conversations their minds in. <laughs> so well and i think it's that passion that kind of helps set your content onto the other level right like if mm-hmm. someone's making it or going through the motions just because or because they feel like they have to to get whatever job or whatnot it sometimes loses that authenticity yeah but because you have such this passion for not only games but for people and for the art you're making i think that really shines through in the content that you produce Mm -hmm. i agree i think that that it's it's definitely provided me almost like it's funny how i learn from watching my content i learn about Mm -hmm. myself through watching my content and it's like Oh shit! Who's this? Like this? This kid's pretty onto something, you know. Like, <laughs> uh, like I, I, I should listen I, to that guy. Yeah. Occasionally, I, I go back to like watch my memory lane unscripted or my memory lane videos, and also like memory lane unscripted, and see what I can do better in the future. Mm-hmm. And um, not only that, but learn from my past mistakes and learn from what I felt in my past. Now, like it's, it's almost been a year, so I've I've kind of, I've definitely changed as a person in a year, and trying to figure out like. Oh, like this is how I evolved from this. Like this is how I, you know, like the the depress the depression. Like I've I've kind of more even more evolved um, mm-hmm. in terms of um, being able to handle things. I mean, obviously it's a part of me. And games like like Celeste, for example, you know, have have actually tackled depression itself like not not through right. a, a metaphor it, it is like the the mountain of depression you know is is big and you have to live with it and i think that you know it's, it's so so brilliant that we we can talk about things like that and that's kind of what i want to do 
with a lot of my content is talk about these difficult topics and talk about, you know, an open and honest way. I mean, some things, obviously, I don't know. I'm not as well educated on, mm-hmm. um, but the things that I can talk about and the things that um, can touch people, I, I want, you know, to be able to out, be out there. Um, I had uh, someone the other day uh, message me on Twitch and they were like, hey, you know, I just stopped by your um, your stream uh, because I checked out your, your Kingdom Hearts video and it really helped me, you know, realize that I'm not alone in this anxiety. And that, that shit, like, that brings me to over the moon. Like, that, at the end of the day, oh, like, sure. I just want to help somebody the way I would have wanted to be helped, it, helped when I was you know, in that position when I had mm-hmm. the, the deep, dark depression, you know, and also, you know, just also have a goofy moniker, a goofy, goofy tone at times too, right. you know, to be able to be like, Hey, we're just, we're just a bunch of people, you know, like, and mm-hmm. I think, um, at the end of the day, I think base level, I want my art to be able to be helpful to people. Uh, I, I, I said the other day where um, my mom always wanted me to be a doctor. And the first time, the first time she saw my sight of blood, like uh, me seeing blood, I'm like, faint, you know, and uh, I'm like, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. And then she's like, nope, that's not happening. But like my mom has always worked in the, the medical field um, mm-hmm. or some sort of helpful field and always always around to help people and i think i kind of got that um gene from her and it's it's in a much different way in a much uh lesser way i suppose but still i think that i wouldn't say lesser i mean uh, different different is the the appropriate different yeah yeah for sure yeah uh more of a like a, a, a be able to be feel secure in yourself you mm-hmm. know like i think mm-hmm. that if i can make even one person do that i've i've done my job like i i just want i just want people to to love like the things they do and find something that they can take away from it you know and i i, I even if it's something as simple as a oh well this just got me through the, like the 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 funny things of like it just this just got me through the day. Like this got me through the month. Yeah. This got me through the year. Like this got me, you know, just, just this got me just through my work day. You know, like something like that mm-hmm. really touches me and makes me feel like I'm do what I'm doing out there matters. You know, there's not a, honestly there's not a whole lot that I feel super talented in, besides like just talking and be able mm-hmm. to put my perspective out there. Um, so the fact that I could help anybody in any way is you know, how I, how I, how I exist. Yeah. I think think it's a great goal to have. I think we need more people doing that. If if one person, if you like, if you went out of your way to help one person a day and that person then helped everyone, it'd be a huge chain that this, everyone spreading that sweet, nasty love and it'd be a wonderful thing. And, And I think, you know, like you've said, you have recognized your talents and your talents for talking and content creation. And you're using those as a, as a means to not only help yourself, but to help others. And I think that's something that it's important to highlight. You know what I mean? Like maybe it's not, it doesn't, maybe it doesn't reach the most widest audience or maybe it doesn't 
speak as loudly. But when you get that one person, at the end of the day, that's all that matters. You know what I mean? I've always said that I want to make as many people happy the best way possible. And if that's through a podcast or that's through a video or if that's through going and getting them groceries, that's what that is. Mm -hmm. Uh, But like you said, having that smile, knowing that you were able to positively impact someone's life. Uh, it's just it's like a breath of fresh air. Exactly. It's it's one of those things that really resonates with you for for a while. You know, like it's funny the realizing that I what I was doing was good uh, mm-hmm. was my dad. So my dad uh, always has kind of been a person that like. He's been proud of me for sure. Like he, it's one of those things where it's just like I'm proud of you. You graduated. I'm proud of you. You done. You did this. You know. He's he's proud in the dad way. But I've never seen overt, like, even if I wasn't his son, like wow. You know, when it yeah. came to when I f- did my first memory lane video, the Kingdom Hearts video, and he's like, he was like, are you getting paid for this? <laughs> I'm like, nope. This is just something that I do. It's like you should get paid for this. That I'm like, I don't think I'm that good, but okay. But the fact that he was not only and it was video games. Like my dad's not a video game person. He's a yeah. a, a gun shooting, hunting, like uh, you know, like p- person. He's nowhere near the video game. He's sphere. a manly man. He's a manly man. You know, and he he. I think I played a uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare or Call of Duty Four with him back in the day and his his one takeaway was like well he just kept knifing me you know (laughs) (laughs) so he doesn't really have the perspective of that but the fact that he was like that was like really touching and like the fact that Mm. he said that and he doesn't understand like games that's that's the people that i want to touch is the people that don't even necessarily realize him like Oh, also, this medium can be used for good. This medium, like, mm-hmm. especially on top of the fact that helping the people who are already into games and are get it, like, get the struggle and not feel alone. It's the people who are kind of like, oh, I don't know about the violence in video games. I don't know. What, what do video games do? You know, like, mm-hmm. I think that also showing people that there is so much, um, so, so much that video games do as an art form in general to help people. Um, connect not only through like multiplayer games but even a story to see a character yeah. that they relate to to see a character that you know has gone through some struggles and to, to see the art of that um, I do that with a lot of movies as well you know but to see mm-hmm. to have it on the same level as movies like would be pretty cool I mean not that it's not of course but like I think there's a lot of people who are just like oh video games you know like and then they right. go see to be like, able to understand more than just like shooting people in the face yeah which is funny you say john wick because john wick is yeah shooting people exactly in the exactly oh my god grand theft auto is the devil well let's go watch a scorsese movie you know like right that sort and, of and thing I think that's really interesting it, it's a good point where it, it's bad I, I don't think we're i think we've come a lot farther with with things like that than mm-hmm. we have in the past, you know what I mean. I think we're at the turning point where people are really seeing, like you're you're seeing your games like Spider Man, like your your mm-hmm. games like Last of Us that are revolutionary in storytelling. Even even the newest God of War. Uh, so having content creation be a way, I think you said to to open people's eyes to mediums are is really really cool. Like I think I do sometimes the same thing with anime. Like I, I love anime. I think there are a lot of really great stories. Um, I think it's been a lot of a lot of times like when I was a kid, like. I would see these shows and those lessons you learn. And even if, like you mentioned in your Kingdom Hearts video, like, yeah, 
the the my friends are my power kind of thing. It, it's overtold. But when you're seeing those in your formative years, it really impacts you. And that's something I try to tell people to post. You're like, oh, anime is the big titty ladies who fight each other and with tentacles. It's like, no, no, that's what you see on the <laughs> outside. But like, look at Gurren Lagann and and the the power of positivity. Or like I, my dad, he totally gets it and he loves that I love anime and things. But he's like, I just I can't watch it because every time it's just the screaming. And I'm like. That's because you remember me watching Dragon, Dragon Ball Z, Z, which is just screaming. But watch the movie Your Name and just have your mind blown and, right. and things like that. So it's it's the same thing. That all sorts of mediums, when given the right platform and given the right opportunity and spoken about like people by yourself, it it can really open people's eyes. Yeah, and I think I mean I'm gonna say right now, wasn't anime just the deepest shit when you were a kid where people were crying oh, so in deep. anime? So people deep. were crying oh, yeah. in anime? Like what what and men were crying in die? anime too? Like it's, yeah. it was like, whoa, you know, like I remember watching uh uh oh what's the name of it? I think it uh Areca Seven, I think it was. And on, oh, on yeah, Adult I know Swim. Which one. The one with the surfboarding yeah, uh, robots, like, right? Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, oh my god! There's so much like questions about life and philosophy, yeah. and I'm just like, whoa! My like my seven year old brain could not take it, you know? <laughs> just like, whoa! Why aren't we telling this in actual film? And then I realized that actual film was saying it. It was just in a way that I couldn't interpret it <laughs> higher above the head. Of yeah, the but yeah, like I think that's the thing is like people get things out of so many different mediums. And I think that people will write off a medium just because of things that they've seen before in it. You know, you can't just for every for every um, Martin Scorsese film, there is a Michael Bay film. You know, like for for every, I mean, unfortunately, yeah, uh, for every, but but people don't don't realize that for every like uh, now I was almost said Grand Theft Auto. I'm like that's not even a great. For every just mindless killing game, I'm just going to put... For every man-eater. For every man-eater, yep. There is a Last of Us that's telling this deep story, you know, and uh, there is there is a Le- Life is Strange, another mm. great one, you know, where it's just like you're telling the story in this medium. Um, it, it's people, people see them as separated thing, but they're just a medium. They're just a medium mm. of storytelling, especially nowadays when you, you know... Unreal Engine Five, you can't really discern between the people and the the right. the game it's, itself, you know. So it's it's funny. I saw just a little anecdote I saw on Twitter before I uh, jumped on this podcast. Um, I can't remember if it was Shinobi or one of the Twitter like Nibel or Warrior sixty four, mm-hmm. but um, it was that he tweeted a joke where it was. Uh, <laughs> Jim Ryan's not actually at the PlayStation 5 conference. That's actually Unreal Engine 5. And then Polygon picked up the story and it was just like there's conspiracy that the all the all the people were CGI, you know, <laughs> like shoot. There was a point when Herman Holes came on and was talking and I was like, is he about to like tell us that he's, he's currently <laughs> being rendered by a PlayStation 5? Because there's right? a part where like he looked really good, but then there was that pseudo uncanny uncanny valley. valley. Was like, mm-hmm. Is he being rendered in Unreal Engine? Is that what this is? Because it was this weird hype speech he was giving. It was like, is Herman about to tell us, like, he's not really real right now? Can you imagine if that happened? I was was like... They just all stand there. 
and they they're, they're all next to each other like not six feet away or whatnot, not social distancing. You're like, you're probably saying this. That's rather uh, un, uh, unprofessional of you guys. Well, actually, none of us are actually here. Thanks to the power of the PlayStation Five and Unreal Engine Five. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, it's it's cr- video games are cool. Video games are cool. Video I'm just gonna at the end cool, of the day, man. video games are cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that you, we need to. I, a lot of people write off our medium, write off anime, write off mm-hmm. a lot of things, even cartoons. Um, I mean, I just last year watched Steven Universe, and man, like, I have maybe not seen a more beautiful cartoon in my life. Like, it's yeah. just like I've so. Heard that a bunch. I cried so many times during like I just watched seasons one through five like right up. Like I'm just like it's so good. Like it's mm-hmm. it's it's like what the what. It's like the people who watched the anime uh, as uh, in the early 2000s and watched cartoons were like, I'm going to make a cartoon that's as deep as anime. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so then that like it's it's like uh, that and like Adventure Time and now mm-hmm. with things like She-Ra and um, Voltron and all that, you know, it's, it's really cool uh, to see. Like even even cartoons as a medium go deeper places to to talk about deeper things. I think that really uh, re- really proves that you you can kind of do whatever you want with any medium and be mm. powerful as long as you have the oh, right sure. words to say. As long as you you come from a place of honesty and passion and um, having a story to tell. Mm-hmm. You know, and well, I, I mean, I think. Rebels and the last season of Clone, like that last arc of Clone Wars, are it's the best Star Wars content so that's ever come out. It's so you know what I mean? and, good, dude. And it sucks that a lot of people won't watch it because it's animated. And mm-hmm. I get it, you know what I mean? Rebels at, at, at points is a little more kiddish, but like you can't tell me that last Ahsoka arc of Clone Wars is for children. Yeah. Like, yeah. holy shit. Well, my favorite, I think it's, I, I, I verge on it being my favorite lightsaber duel of all time. But the Obi Wan and Darth Maul fight oh my God. in Rebels is one of the most beautiful sequences in all of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. It's it, you go. Uh, should I talk? Should I talk spoilers ish? Spoilers for I think Rebels. It's fa- Re- Rebels is pretty old. I think it's yeah. Fair. Spoilers for Rebels. Uh, Twin Sons. If you don't want, pause. I'll I'll be like probably done in a minute. But uh, if you want Disney Plus, you can yeah. watch it. Just. How great is it that we're all expecting this to be like a an amazing fight, like just like a and it's over within five seconds. And and the thing, if you don't follow Sam Witwer, by the way, follow Sam Witwer. That guy knows Star Wars so much, so so inside and out. And I already thought the scene was great, but there's a video where he talks about it, and I'm gonna butcher it, but. He goes, you see the Alec, his uh, Obi-Wan go from, all right, I'm going to take this guy down. This is the same way that he take he took me down. And he's posing in his Obi-Wan Kenobi from the prequels. And then he mm-hmm. goes down to, to Qui-Gon. It's like, no, I'm going to take him out Qui-Gon. And, and then that's where Darth Maul's just like, oh, I've seen this stab before. I killed your master right. like that. And then he goes, no, I'm Alec Guinness. It's just, oh, just to see, even in a hand movement, 
It, even in a movement of the lightsaber, you see so much story. Mm -hmm. Is oh, it's so good. And the fact that Maul was going to use the same move that he used to kill Qui-Gon on Obi-Wan, and he catches it and takes him down. Oh, it's so good. And then even the character shift where he's like, is he the chosen one? He's like, yeah, he's, he's going to be the one to fix up all, all our fuck-ups. Like, well, oh. and that's the and thing is like, Darth Maul is always bound to be Sisyphus. He's always down right. to be pushing that rock up uh, up that hill only to it to fall back down. And that's the thing is he, he where we find him in Rebels is just a decrepit decrepit old man, you know, is just mm -hmm. tired of both sides, tired of every like losing, tired of just he kind of gave up and then he's wants, finally got wants to watch the world burn. Yeah, and he's finally got like Obi-Wan there and he's killed. He everything everything that he put into it, everything that his mind wanted to be it was done within five seconds. And mm. then he just realized, oh, I'm done. But we're both, we're, we've both been wronged by our, by our people. And mm. then his, his line of, is he the chosen one? He is. He will avenge us. Oh, it's yes. so good. And it's so us, good. The us is what got me. It's like, oh my God. Uh, it's, oh. it's so amazing. Rebels. Rebels is by far one of my favorites, especially when you get into like the the time travel -y stuff and the Bendu yeah. and all that. Like and mm -hmm. Kanan being like this cowboy, this mix of a cowboy and a a, a smuggler a, Jedi, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, exactly. Like oh, it's so a good. Han Solo Jedi. Just give me Cowboy Bebop with with oh, Star god. Wars. <laughs> oh god, give me more Cowboy Bebop. I mean, true, <laughs> true. That, also, that you got that live action one, that Netflix yeah, live action one. I'm, which I'm, it's promising. It's promising. I, you know, I'm not, I'm not worried. I'm like, I'm gonna watch it, and I think I might enjoy it. You mm -hmm. know, we'll see. That's the thing. I, like, I, I don't, I don't have high hopes, but I don't have like low hopes. I think I have pretty moderate. I have hope. Netflix hopes. I feel. Yeah, that's, <laughs> like, that's a good way to put it. That's a very to good way put it that it. way. Where I, I'm like, eh, this is this is gonna be serviceable at worst. Like, like after seeing The Witcher, <laughs> and I thought The Witcher was fantastic. I'm like, if they can do like yeah. this with like Cowboy Bebop, I think I think we'll be okay. Well, and that's the thing is like you you looked at the the Witcher. I mean, at least I did on Twitter when they did that like dark reveal where he has that wig, like Henry Cavill has that wig. I'm like, there's mm. no friggin' way that Henry Cavill is Geralt. And now mm. like, hundred percent, hundred percent, he knows the oh, character. Yeah. He he gets it. He even has like the cadence of his voice. Like he oh my gets God, that character. Yeah, so I, I I was like, I'm ready for season two. Like, oh hell yeah! But hell uh, yeah! Yeah, I I just I mean I just love content. I love making content. I love watching content. I just love being injected with liquid content. <laughs> right in the veins, man. Yeah, especially if it's Star Wars. Oh yeah. For sure, <laughs> especially with such good Star Wars we've been getting it lately. Oh man, I agree. Especially uh, with like Jedi Fallen Order, it was so good. My game of the year last year. Spoilers from my game I of the year video. <laughs> Go watch it to see the rest of the game. Yeah, right, right. It's funny. So I, I think we've got. Oh, I, you go. I was just gonna say uh, I tw I switched around. Uh, one of the games in there, two of the games in there, it was uh, Control and Tetris 99 at the very last minute. So that oh, was yeah. really funny. It was just like down to the wire. Tetris is just like, it's just. It's so base it's level just fun. So good. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, 
It's not, it's not comp. Well, I mean, ninety nine can be a little complicated, but mm-hmm. like it's just it's just a good game. They nailed it with the first formula. You don't got to change a thing. Just like give me new color. Like I'll I will buy Tetris any day of the week because Tetris mm-hmm. is just so fucking fun. Well, and then like you you like we've all joked about like a Tetris ninety nine bat or a Tetris battle royale, but here we have it. And it's amazing. And they did it, and it's great. It's not only good, it's amazing. I will pick it yeah. up to this day. <laughs> it just, it works. You didn't think, like, com- super competitive Tetris would work, but it just works. Uh, man, it's it's amazing. <laughs> it really is. Well, like, I think we have learned a whole lot about you personally, uh, a whole lot about your content creation. It's been fantastic. I want to get a little bit into the nitty-gritty of the up-and-comer opportunity stuff right now. Uh, I want to know what is the big thing you're looking forward to getting out of the opportunity if you're picked. Um, honestly, for me, it's trying to be be a better, be better in everything that I do. Um, okay. Kind of kind of learn from them, um, and be like going in After Effects and Premiere. Um, and honestly, like I, I love hosting. Like I love mm-hmm. being able to provide a platform for people and to make just like you said like i said before like to make content and to be able to have it have it be as deep as we need it to be or have it be as as fun as it needs to be and i think that those guys just know how they have a plan for each one of Mm -hmm. their like podcasts they have a plan to see that that their vision and to see their process and to be able to take all that and put it into my own stuff would be amazing. Mm. Of course, at the end of the day, I would like to work at a place like Kind of Funny. Of course. It doesn't necessarily have to be Kind of Funny, but I think like something like an Easy Allies or Kind of Funny or um, any any sort of that that gaming, even like MinMax. Like the, the, mm. the, I, I love talking about video games, but I also love, have so much more reverence for things uh, I think I would love to be on like something like screencast as well and talk about sure. my love for some of my favorite movies. I mean, a lot of them are pretty, you know, standard. You have your Scott Pilgrim versus the world and, and oh, star so Wars return of the Jedi, you know, like I'd tell and sit with Barrett and tell and tell them why last Jedi is one of the best star Wars movies of all time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that just trying to, um, take what they have learned through working in the industry and their, their caliber of skill um, mm-hmm. into my own work and and to be able to um, kind of figure out how they do the day-to-day and how they can switch from one thing to another. I mean, like, I, I've had so many podcast ideas in my head um, to kind of have... And to see how they build the the, the their... Um, build up their branding you know build up mm-hmm. how how they got and i've i've kind of seen it through the outside but also like what is the day-to-day like you know what is yeah. you know what and also like i've talked about um like when they announced the the uh, launch party um going to san francisco what's day-to-day life in san francisco like that's also a thing mm-hmm. where no, it's just like sure. if if that is something that i want to do like what is how is that different like how would i want to move you know, thousands of miles away or a thousand miles away. I don't know, something like that. But uh, to live in this city that I know nobody to be able to do something that I love. 
you know mm-hmm. and i think that i don't necessarily want to work for an ign because it, it that feels a little bit more corporate than too big the, yeah like a too big i would want to work for a smaller outlet um and just be able to have a, a passion like celebrate the passion we have for these mediums that we we love you know, I, I kind of I fall in line with the the Huber and Tim mentality of like, man, let's get hype and talk about things like and talk deep about things. And not only that, but like learn um, so much about each other through like and what others expect their perspectives For like, sure. you know, like especially like listening to someone like uh, Troy Baker talk on um, on Retro Replay about just so much stuff and like the the levels the levels that he can go with stuff i'm like how i wish i had your mind man like you know and like i i've kind of taken a lot of his cues too where it's just like yeah i've read some philosophy books um there are uh like uh right now i'm reading a uh, audio book because i'm not great at reading uh but uh <laughs> there's a um a book about Marcus marcus aurelius um and i'm kind of like reading the philosophies there and like uh ian from uh from easy allies has said like uh a lot of zen books like zen there's one called zen flesh zen bones that i'm listening to right now and kind of also finding myself you know like trying to Mm -hmm. uh find out how i can understand myself so i can make more content and maybe put something out there that somebody might see like oh that i resonate with that as well you know and yeah try to do all that but yeah i kind of rambled a little bit there but yeah i i, I just I, something something where i i'd be able to understand the industry a little bit more and understand what the day-to-day would be and if it would be something that i would want to actually do and i'm kind of realizing that with my content but mm-hmm. you know obviously it's not and on a granular scale yeah and i think that's i think that is the key thing that there's so much knowledge there and it opens up such a big possibility to, to grow yourself. And like you said, not even necessarily just in content creation, but as a person in general, like finding, finding your groove. Uh, and I also liked you pointing out that like, yeah, I think it would be an awesome opportunity to learn San Francisco because maybe you go there and I, I know kind of funny is fantastic and you can be doing your dream job, but sometimes your dream job doesn't mean that you don't like the out. So, like your job can't be your whole life all the time right uh, so I, I think that's a really smart thing to think about um the next thing i've got on there on the docket for up-and-comer opportunities uh, do you have any show ideas or any things you want to bring to the table like hey kind of funny he's not doing this i feel like i could really fill that void or fill a hole there i feel like they're not that this is not in a bad way but there could be like some more creative shows um mm-hmm. in terms of like something like what i'm saying with like the star wars show that i have an idea for where it's just like kind of making like a, a I'm kind of almost taking the now that I'm realizing I'm kind of almost taking the uh, new Nintendo podcast uh, and <sighs> new Nintendo Entertainment podcast whatever uh, Nathan does I believe over there he mm-hmm. does great work uh, but uh, yeah check out his episode yeah <laughs> check out his episode it's great uh, but doing that and like morphing like trying to create something you know, at the end mm-hmm. of it, you know, like with my Star yeah. Wars podcast, like trying to create a loose plot for a Max Rebo biopic, you know, or trying to create what the what the things in the Star Wars podcast or par podcast par pod racing game pod. Now, this is podcasting. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like I think that there's there's a lot more like fun to be had with podcasts rather than just news and 
And I thought that's bad. You know, like the new stuff is really cool, but I think that mm. uh, something like I fall in line more with something like kind of or a KFAF where they do have to be a little bit more creative with stuff. And, yeah. you know, I find myself sometimes falling away from the um, just day to day stuff like the like games daily where it, it is like well informed and I, it is, but it doesn't seem necessarily as fun unless, you know, uh, Greg figures out that they're doing the Snyder cut and then it stops the entire show and I love it. Uh, but, but, uh, yeah, I think that there's some more creative stuff that can be done. And like I said, not that anything that they're doing is, isn't great. Cause it's all great. I loved the, mm-hmm. I, even though I, they told, they said that it was the lowest viewed. I loved them reviewing the view askew universe Is-Q, and doing yeah. the plot. Like I think that there's, but I think there's, there's some things that are really cool to be said. Um, and from each one of them, you know, Mm-hmm. and also getting a little bit deeper into their love for video games and people's love for video games and trying to yeah. s- put that spotlight more on that. But also, I mean, there's there's so many people that are so talented. Like, I look at someone like Cameron Kennedy where I'm just like, oh, you are – you have, like, hella talent in, like, After Effects and, right. uh, you know, like, I, I do have ideas – where, but I'm not as necessarily talented as like people like some other people who, who have done it. So I realize that some of my ideas probably are some people like things that some people have thought about before. So like this community, I tell you, <laughs> full of people. But also, it's a great opportunity for you to you to bring your ideas to the table. But it's something you might not be able to do on your own. Mm-hmm. But with the resources of kind of funny right. with the African opportunity, something you can kind of explore a little bit. So when you go home, you can be like, oh, here's how I could do something like this. Or maybe here's how I could change it for a shoestring budget like I've got. Right. Exactly. And that's the thing is like kind of interpreting what they do into um, into something that I can take for my own and then kind of improve there. And I, I honestly like I'm only like really in terms of actual like sit down making content. I'm only like a year in. So I, yeah. I still have a long ways to go to learn and to hone my skills. Um, I, I've talked to uh, Kyle Stevenson about being on his podcast at some point, but I'm just like, man, I just, I want to have more to say. Like I want to have more behind, behind my belt to, before I can jump on and be like, Hey, you know, like, put myself out there but i feel i've also found myself where i especially in this past couple of weeks with the kind of funny zoom calls and all that mm-hmm. you know like actually meeting the the entirety of the community and having a great conversation with them like being able to collaborate with people such as yourself and um like yesterday was collaborating with uh sam woods captain woodsy you know it's like and joe medforth you know like it's it's really cool to see to see not only like when in a way that i didn't think i was gonna grow whereas like mm-hmm. actually like interacting with these people interacting with um even interact, interacting with these people and less of less of a way of where it's just like oh a twitter conversation but more of a way where it was like we're actually collaborating and doing shit together you know yeah i think that's that's really cool and, and putting my i think also the a thing that i'd want to go and do is put my voice out there you know like i um, I kind of, uh, started talking to like Cam Hawkins when he was on, uh, uh, kind of funny games daily. Um, mm. and we've had a, a great relationship, especially with us talking about kingdom hearts and all that. Oh, and, for sure. Um, you know, even something like, you know, working for a dual shockers or working for, 
um, like a Nintendo Life or uh, something like that, you know, trying to just work my way through the industry and mm-hmm. get my voice out there. You know, I just love talk, love talking about stuff. <laughs> there you go. And, and you're damn good at it. Thank uh, you, sir. B- big thing is, do you have, I mean, one of the last questions I'll kind of leave you with is, uh, do you have any real large content creation goals? Like with all the limitless resources, like, is it just kind of bettering yourself working your way through the industry? Or is it like, Hey, this would my ultimate idea that one day with the experience and time I'd want to make xyz honestly i don't really i not that i not that i don't have a goal but i don't i don't know it yet like i have a goal i get that i I definitely feel like i have like it's one of those things where i started when i started like figuring out what i wanted to even just do with my life um i it took me a while to i have i have pieces but i i Mm -hmm. don't it's not formulated into a thing. Like I would love to make like a sketch comedy show even. And then also like a, um, a, uh, video, a video game, video essay series that I could collaborate yeah. with people on and not just be me, you know, and, uh, have, have a team behind me to say word like say the words that I want to say and, and give them voice voices too. you know, like give mm-hmm. them the ability to be able to be like, Hey, you know, this is what I think of this game. Like, Let's do it. Let's put it out there. Like, I think that's something that the kind of funny community does so well is broadcasting uh, the fans and broadcasting yeah. what their voice is. Um, and I think that honestly, like I, I, like I said, I don't ha- I have a lot of projects, ide- ideas like uh, podcasting and um, and video essay ideas, but I don't really know, have a grand goal of what I want to do. I would love, I just, I have like positions that I'd like to be like, uh, you know, like a, oh, video, sure. a video producer would be cool, you know, or, um, you know, uh, a voice actor even, you know, like, like I, mm-hmm. I, I have things that I'd like to do, but I don't have anything like set in stone, um, in certain terms of like a project. I, 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 I yeah. would be really cool is doing like a, like a no clip, something like a no clip, but also like yeah, no, being you. able to, tell them how it made people feel you know and and like mm-hmm. that sort of thing but it'll get there at some point oh, of course it will i would say like you said you're a year in and i think you are doing a phenomenal job uh to be able to see the growth you've put in from this year has been really really cool to see just kind of watching back from your first videos to now uh so i can't wait to see the kind of videos you're doing a year from now i think you're only going to get better and i think that's already been shown so Thank you so much for taking the time to uh, thank you so much for to, having to, me, Josh. To learn us all about you, of course, Nick. Of course. Yeah. Uh, before we get going, like, where can people keep up to date with you? Where can they see your stuff? And where can they watch you continue to grow into this beautiful content creation butterfly? <laughs> I'm a beautiful butterfly. Uh, <laughs> so you can find me. My fun, goofy Twitter antics, occasionally getting a little bit philosophical and such, at Twitter dot com slash shock and mcpain at shock and mcpain i don't know how that works but yeah uh and then youtube of course my main thing is youtube.com slash shock and mcpain i do podcasts every last sunday of the month um hopefully i'll try to get some uh i'll try to get some video essays back up before the end of the year um just trying to hone in on it. i think the next one will be an animal crossing revisit um, so I'm, I'm super excited about that, especially cause uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons is so good. Um, so good. but yeah, speaking of Animal Crossing, twitch.tv slash Shaq and McPain, I stream Monday, Wednesday, and Friday 
3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Monday is Animal Crossing. Wednesday is Warzone Wednesday. And Friday is Free Play Friday, where we kind of just play whatevers and have a good time. Um, and I think that's about it, actually. Awesome. So, so the, the main important places to go. You got Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch. I'm all about it. Oh, I, I suppose you could also go Google Play. Uh, Google Podcasts and uh, go look up Memory Lane Unscripted because we're also on there. Awesome, awesome. Well, Nick, again, I can't thank you enough for taking the time and and telling me all about it. It was a wonderful conversation. Everyone, make sure I will have everywhere you can find Nick uh, in the description below. That way you can keep up to date with everything he's doing, seeing those amazing video essays and hearing his beautiful voice on that podcast. Thank you. Uh, well, everyone, that has been another episode of the Up and Comer podcast. If you or anyone you know is running to be an Up and Comer, please let me know. We will try to get you on the docket, get you uh, on an episode. Right now, we are booked up through, as uh, the time of recording this, pretty much through August. Uh, yeah. So feel free to send me a DM, and I will do my best to get you on the schedule or at least reach out to you when we are needing some more guests. But everyone, that is all I have for you. So as always, have fun, stay safe, and I'll see you next time.